For the 33rd time in the history of New Japan Pro Wrestling, Shinyon Pro Wrestling will put on its G1 Climax Tournament. This tournament brings together the best heavyweights from around the world and this year's field is the largest in the history of this tournament. 32 wrestlers split into 4 blocks of 8 will compete with the top 2 from each block moving on to a knockout phase and they will continue until there is one left and that one will claim the G1 Climax Trophy and a title opportunity at Wrestle Kingdom for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. And for the fourth year in a row, the No Spots podcast will once again cover this tournament from beginning to end with Champ and Sage providing previews and recaps each and every week all the way until the tournament's end. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fourth season of the G1 Climax Recall. Man, if this first week of the tournament is any indication, we are in for one hell of a tournament. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode two of season four of the G1 Climax Recall presented by the No Spots Podcast Network. I am DC's People's Champ. I am, of course, joined by my tag team partner for these podcasts. As always, he woke up as this guy named Sage. Sage, before you speak, know you're muted and hello, shigashimasu. I am here for it, bro. I'm here for it. I'm loving every minute so far. Yeah, every minute so I'm going to tell you something. I, there really hasn't been a, a bad match so far. There have been 32 matches so far, and I haven't seen a bad one yet. I've seen a couple of moments where it was like, ooh, did that just happen? But other than that, they've been pretty solid matches with a few bangers in there. Yeah. I, 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 I got some words today. I got some words. Oh, we got a story, story time, time with Sage? Today. W. Yeah, we got a story time Fucking with Sage W. Today. Oh, my God. Is it? This week, needed awesome. Well, we got. Well, now you know what we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna have having it at the end of the show. Is gonna have another story time with Sage. So we appreciate. We always appreciate when Sage gives a story time. Uh, we'll also. Before we get into what happened this week at the start of the G1, we're going to look at another event that's getting ready to take place here in the United States for New Japan Pro Wrestling, and that is the second installment of the All-Star Junior Festival uh, event, this time happening in Philadelphia. The, line, the lineup has been announced so far, so we're going to talk about who's already been announced for this event. I'm sure more names will be announced in the coming days and weeks uh, prior to uh, getting to that event that's taking place in August and then we're going to get right back right into the G1 talk about opening night for both blocks and then their second nights and then we're going to get right into previewing the upcoming week which is going to be five events coming up over the next seven day, seven plus days uh, as the G1 starts to really ramp up and get going. So we hope that you're here for the ride and here to enjoy what we have to talk to you about. Also want to say hello to the, the Dark Sith Lord who is sitting in our chat room. Um, so basically, like, for the first time since we started covering New Japan 
New Japan tournaments, Sith is now part of the competition in terms of picks with myself and Sage, and it's it's close. It's very close. We'll talk about that at the end of our recap of the first week of the G1. Huh? I want to know, right? I want to know, right? I want to know, right? You're not. I want to know, right? I want to know. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, I, I know I wasn't running. Oh, man. It's, I knew. I was like, <laughs> the last, our last event, I, I knew. I said, oh, if I wasn't running, I'm, de- I'm definitely not now. <laughs> Absolutely. And then Neo, what's up, Neo? Welcome on in. Thank you for the follow on our Twitch channel. Uh, But let's get started with uh, what we got going on here. Uh, Before we move on, say hello to Mike O. What's going on, Mike O, who has subscribed for his 20 for 23 months, 17 in a row. Appreciate you as always, Mike, for being so supportive of myself in this channel. Always, always, always appreciate it. Sith. We are doing wonderful, sir. Nice, chill day at work. Was able to run some errands and actually remember that I was doing this podcast tonight. So uh, that way, you know, that way I didn't have to be doing it on a Friday. I was like, like, (laughs) I like my Friday to be able to just bullshit around and stuff like that. But anyway. Let's get into uh, the uh, let's get into the start of this podcast. Let's talk about the All Star Junior Festival, which is taking place in August at the Twenty Three Hundred Arena in good old Philadelphia. The Twenty Three Hundred Arena, the former ECW Arena, taking place on August the nineteenth. As you know, this event was announced uh, earlier this year by Rocky Romero with um, Hiromu Takahashi in the ring, and uh, this is basically the American version of the same event that took place. In Japan back in March, uh, uh, back at Corquin Hall, but now they're bringing it here to the States. And so far, here are the individuals that have been announced for the U.S. version of this first ever event spotlighting juniors from all over the world. Uh, Just recently announced that will be making an appearance at this event will be none other then current GCW world champion, Blake Christian. Uh, Christian has taken on a brand new attitude, a little meaner sort of demeanor, and has led him to be to win his first major world championship, to be in the GCW champ, world championship. But now he will all heart will bring all heart to the 2300 Arena uh, for this Junior Heavyweight Festival. Uh, also going to be there, of course, would be the former, one half of the former IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions and this year's Best of the Super Juniors winner, Master Watto. Also joining will be none other than the current IWGP Ew. Junior Heavyweight um. Champion, Hiromu Takahashi, the current CMLL World Historic Welterweight Champion, Rocky Romero, uh, AEW's uh, Nick Wayne, who just made his AEW debut a little over a week ago, and a loss to Shane Strickland. He will be a part of the festivities, the former Defy World Champion, former two-time IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, four-time former IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Champion, and former never-openweight six-man tag team champion, El Desperado will make an appearance. Also, represent there'll be two guys representing Dragon Gate. One of them is the former two-time Open the Dream Gate champion, Shun Skywalker. The other will be none other than Dragon Kid, who is a former four-time Open the Open the Brave Gate champion. Also joining them will be former Impact 
ex-division champion, Speedball Mike Bailey, who had a great run in his very first best of the Super Juniors, making it to the semifinals uh, of the tournament. And also going to be joining them is none other than a member of Just Five Guys, Doki. That is the lineup so far. Sage, what do you think about this lineup so far? Oh, so far. Uh, there's a couple more people that they need to put on there. Um, Leo definitely needs a spot after his win of the X Division title. Um, um, it, I, it, it, it's lacking. It, it's a lot of good people there. Don't get twisted. It's a lot of good people there, but it's also lacking. And um, where it's lacking, I'm hoping they see it, figure it out and put on the best show possible because it, I believe it's going to be great. I think it's going to be one of those shows where it's just immaculately amazing. Um, I, I have faith in it. Uh, I want to see it. I, I want to see it. Um, but, yeah, I, I hope that I hope it's really good. Yeah, I, really I mean, one of the things that I'm noticing is what, what from what we didn't get – uh, what we what we had with the J- Japanese side of it is we're not seeing a lot of CMLL guys in it, but I'm pretty sure that given the fact that all you know they're in the midst of going through their Triple Mania series, uh, I'm pretty sure they you know they haven't gotten any commitments from any of the tr- the CMLL guys before uh, this. But I'm pretty sure with the event still a little over a month away, I'm sure there are going to be a lot more people that are going to be announced that'll come from various indies within the united states because that's what they did on the japanese side they utilized a lot of uh a lot of juniors from the different indies in japan along with foreigners as well as uh, right. as, as well so i'm pretty sure they're going to do the same thing here where they're going to utilize juniors that are here in the united states from indies uh you, you, i mean i'm pretty sure leo rush will most likely get an invitation they're having just won the impact uh impact x division championship uh last week uh also a reminder this coming saturday myself is say well, Sith will have a full recap of last Friday, last Saturday's Slammiversary event, which was a lot of fucking fun to watch, by the way. I just want to put that out there. But I'm pretty sure Leo will get an invite. There's no way, especially because he has ties to New Japan being a member of Chaos, there's no way he doesn't get on the show. There's just no way. Man, that, 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 that's how I'm looking at it. Like, it's no way that you just you announced all of this and you ain't even allowed Leo yet. Like... That's kind of. I think I just feel like that. that I mean, and the and the crazy and the crazy part is is that Leo, him and Yo won the recent Super Junior Tag League. So how can you not put him in? That's what I see. Yo's not on there either. Nah, I didn't didn't say Yo. Say Yo, did did you? See what I mean? So like, I'm, I'm confused. Like you, some of your juniors that. Should be on this, even even though I find it uh, funny. I find it funny that Doki hasn't done anything uh, of relevance in even with jump being with just five guys. Yeah, he got invited over Leo Rush, who his tag team partner won Super Junior Tag League, the same Leo Rush who just won the X Division title, and yet Leo still hasn't been announced. But Doki got announced, 
Somebody figure that shit out. And I love Doki. Listen, I got nothing you against know. Doki. I love fucking Doki. The Doki. I love Doki. The Doki Doki. Doki Doki Kevin. I love Doki. I love Doki. Come on. But uh, at the same token, like math ain't mapping. It, it, it's something else that and math ain't mapping in the world right now. And people know what we're talking right. about. But math ain't mapping, you know. So when when the math don't have, it's hard to just be like, oh, you know, they gonna figure it out. Nah, sometimes the math just don't have. It's just people they make decisions but then also it might be a thing of leo has prior commitments that's all and I, that'll be if that's a thing then okay but i wouldn't think leo have commitments over this event this event is pretty like uh up there for a lot of the juniors that's gonna be in it right yeah no i i that's what i'm saying is like you know i think that he can make the time like his, but here's here's where I, I would say it might be a little bit, it might it might it might be a reason why he hasn't been announced yet. And I'm trying to look it up right now, but uh, Impact could be having uh, another. The end is the next day. Also, oh, the, the, the multiverse next multiverse Impact United is, is the next day. The next Got day. it. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, but some of this, I think, uh, somebody else, I think, is on on Multiverse United. That's who was it? Somebody that was on Mike Bailey. Mike Bailey's yeah. supposed to be wrestling. And the crazy United. thing is, the crazy so, thing like, is, Leo, I think, is in a tag match at that event. On in Multiverse, yes, absolutely. So, like. Why is he not I'm looking at him now, but I think I think he's supposed to be he's supposed to be in a match. Uh, Leo is supposed to be in a match, and I think I forgot who he's teaming with, but he's supposed to be in a match, and it's supposed to be against Hiromu and somebody else. Hold on, I'm looking. Hold on, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Let me see. 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 Oh man. Oh, that's that's the wrong one. I, I looked. I thought it said it reveals the first matchup, but that was the first person that was announced. But yeah, because they announced the match during uh, Slammiversary last week. Okay, so it's Leo Rush and Trey Miguel against Hiromu Takahashi and Mike Bailey. Yeah, so I'm I'm confused. Why I'm, that's another person that I'm surprised not on here. Trey Miguel. What? That is true. Impact he got a couple juniors they can put in that fucking event, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, that's why I'm like... Mm, AEW so got a couple juniors they can put on this event, too. That's that is. It's locking. Yeah. And, and Nick, you know what Nick Wayne? Well, I mean, you they get a couple juniors, but they haven't. They're not classified as juniors in America with, you know, you know, some people get away with it, some people don't. It it it, it is what it is sometimes. But it's just it's weird. It, it's weird. Math ain't math. Math ain't math. Right here first, math ain't math. 
All right, let's. All right, so that's it. That's the announcement. That's who have been announced so far. Of course, my, right here on this series, as long as while this series is going on, any more announcements, a new names added, we will let you know. We will also let you know during the New Japan recap on the weekly wrestling podcast as well. But now let's get into the heart of the matter, and that is the G1 Climax 33 tournament. 32 wrestlers across four blocks got their action kicked off this past week. Uh, this past week. Weekend, and let me tell you something. Like I said, like I said at the start, if these first four nights are any indication of what we can expect from this tournament, then oh my God, this is going to be such a fun tournament to watch and to cover. Uh, but the first two nights took place in in Hokkaido uh, for from the Hokkaido Professional Sports Center uh, Center where the A block and B blocks kicked things off on Saturday, July the 15th, with C and D the next night on Saturday, Sunday, July the 16th. So, let's look at a recap here. We started off, we opened the show with a match between Yoshihashi, one half of the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, and El Fantasmo. Really nice matchup to start. Uh, we also, also with this these first couple of nights, got an incl- inclination of, how these matches are going to go now that there's 10 less minutes to uh, to work with. Instead of the typical 30-minute time limit, it's now a 20-minute time limit for league matches. Uh, non-league, uh, the matches out in the, like, the tournament, uh, once it gets out of league, will expand past that. So, But right now we're looking at 20-minute league matches. So we started off with this B-block matchup, and we got a crucifix bomb from Yoshihashi as a means to defeat ELP, who was who really showed like he's looks like he's very much fresh, having been in his second tournament and this year not having ter- uh, participated in the best of the Super Juniors earlier on in the year. So he clearly was a lot was really fresh. You know, Yoshihashi's been uh, coming off two weeks ago. Him and Goto getting the hell kicked out of him by war- by the Bullet Club War Dogs. And shit like that for for uh, the strong open weight and heavyweight tag team championships. So, but here Yoshihashi was able to do his thing. What did you think about this one? Um, come on, ELP. Come on, ELP. Nah, I, this was great. Um, I just, uh, it, it was a great opener. Um, they. Got a lot out in that twenty minutes. So like that twenty minutes was like okay. They didn't even. I don't even think they hit the ten minute mark. So that was that. It was great. It was a great opener in this car. So right? by the way, out of uh, Sage and Sith and myself, I was the only one who believed in Yoshihashi. So I just want to put that out there. Anyway, moving on. All right, next we would get ourselves uh, first our first Bullet Club uh, versus Bullet Club matchup: Chase Owens against Gay Kid. And before Chase could even make his entrance, Gay Kid jumped him from behind and spent wow. like five to ten minutes beating the hell out of him all around the arena before finally getting him in the ring to wrestle. The match official match time. Get this, guys. The official match time. Two minutes, 55 seconds before Gabe Kidd got dumped on his stack of dies he called a neck with the package pile driver, and Chase Owens got his first two points of the tournament, defeating one half of the strong openweight tag team championships. We all called it. Chase was on the case. Why, huh, Sage? Huh, Sage? Huh? 
Absolutely, man. Nobody know that. Uh, no, this can't be. Like, we can't do this. We can't do this. Like, I was up. I was upset. Like, what? No. Uh -uh. No, no, no. This was. This was. First of all, I don't understand that. He attacked him for what? That's what I was confused at. He just attacked I wish him I, out of I, You know what, Sage? Like, I wish I had that video to express my feelings about when Gabe Kid jumped Chase Owens and I could play the video Mike, Michael Jordan said, and I took that personally. <laughs> I, I wish I had that video, bro, because I did take that personally. Like, number one, that's my Twitch boss, number one, you overbearing piece of shit. That's number one. Number two, y'all in the same goddamn stable. You know what I'm saying? And you just spent the whole, most of the, the time just beating the crap out and throwing them everywhere and acting like a petulant child, and you still got shit on. So how about that shit? But go ahead, Sage. My bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just had to get that off my chest. Yeah. Nah, nah, you good. You kind of hit it on the nose with that. Because it's like, that. Like I can't, so... Uh, what, I'm not keep understanding and what just starting to bother me just a little bit is these inter these faction inner faction like we why do we have Bullet Club adjacent in Bullet Club like what come on man like the War Dogs is an adjacent which I now I kind of I kind of feel evil at this point that it's not uh that evil has more stake to claim with House of Torture before David Friendly and Wardogs. So I don't know, man. It was it's just it, it was a little weird to see him jump chase like that, and I was like, you ain't never seen no interaction with them, right. but okay. If that's right. what we're doing. I mean, Sid, Sid said, yo, Sid hit the nail on the head. Chase was like, motherfucker, you, ain't, you won't get away to disrespect me outside the ring and get away with it. I mean, that's basically, that's Chase. Chase wasn't going to stand for that bullshit. And, and Gabe got dropped on his stack of dimes. He calls it neck. Anyway. All right, next we will go back yeah. to the B block and see Tangaloa making his first appearance in a New Japan ring in over a year, taking on Kenta, the Defy World Champion. Yeah. And this was a really good matchup, but Tangaloa, despite a lot of damage being done to that very same knee that kept him out for so long, he was able to withstand it and hit Ancient! as Kevin Kelly will call it, and get the one, two, three to earn his first two points in this year's G1 Climax Tournament. Uh, I like the I like when he when he set up the move and Kevin and then he's like and then Kevin Kelly's like Chris and Chris is like Kevin, you say it and then, and then Kevin's like action. <laughs> yeah, I like I this like, match though. Yo, he oh, he got. He got the pull off his finisher. Let's get it, man. Now this was really um this was good. We got to see Tango Blow. We really got to see where his health is, where he is in the ring. Has he been able to, you know, get his stuff in? He he, he got his stuff in, he got he got what he needed. Um what I'm 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 waiting for I'm I'm waiting for a couple of matches with Tango Blow, man. 
Because I, I think he's great at what he does. Like Tangaloa is amazing. Yeah, no, it was it was amazing to see Tangaloa back in the ring and then Kenta doing Kenta things and then he went to the back during his backstage comments and blamed the cameraman because I think it was the the fatty cameraman. He blamed him for his loss. Oh man! Oh, we yeah, back! Nah. Oh, he back! He back with that bullshit! Oh, go <laughs> I'm telling you. I gotta go watch the con. Oh, we back! We back! He said, "I'm out." All right. Okay. All right, and then, and then, and then we would get to our highly anticipated matchup of two members of the Rewa Three Musketeers, Shota Umino and Ren Narita, and this match was everything I thought it was going to be. What I didn't expect was a fucking draw. <laughs> I, I did not expect a fucking draw. What I did expect was what I got from this matchup, and that's these two young men who came back from excursion pretty much near the, around the same fucking time, and they already didn't like each other, and then they got in the ring and showed that they really don't like each other. <laughs> they didn't. They did. They did not like each other. They do not like each other. They will not like each other. Like <laughs> they are like new. Yeah, this. I I really like this like one. New. I really did. I just did not expect the draw. Not that I'm not that I'm disappointed in a draw because I think given the fact that they now have this this immense pressure on them with being another generation of three musketeers. We've already seen, you know previous generations and generations of three musketeers and stuff like that now you have this new generation like you really there's really no way you could have one beat the other you know what i'm saying like it's just not at least not in this setting um yeah because everything did the, the, the league points and everything count so it's kind of hard to just dump that on them and it's easier to put them in the same available rankings. You know what I'm saying? So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how they they uh, turn out from this because this, uh, these draws is a one point deficit, like. You're dropping yep, one point exactly. every time you're you get only a draw. getting one point. So you put yourself somewhat behind with a draw. Yep. All right, so we go from the uh-huh. youthful A block to the B block, and Zuchiko Okada, who's beginning his defense of the G1 Climax trophy, uh, he would begin his defense successfully uh, with a victory over the great Okan who continues to struggle in the G1. This is third straight G1, and he has struggled his last two. He starts off with a loss already. He suffered at the hands of the Rainmaker. This match went 15 minutes and 23 seconds. So this was another one that almost th- that could have turned into a draw, had it drawn out a little bit more. But instead, Okada finished it off right 23 seconds after the 15-minute call. It was over with, and Okada was the victory in his first match in his, uh, in a attempt to become the first man in the history of the G1 to win it three straight years. Sage, what did you think? Uh, I was uh, I was disappointed in Okan's performance. 
I was a little disappointed in O'Connor's performance. Cause I thought he could do more, man. I, I want to see O'Connor do more. Like, I want to see him be one of those top contenders. Yeah, one year we was a top contender because nobody knew who was coming. Now he, now it's just like, okay, it's O'Connor. And I don't want him to turn into a Yoshihashi. Oh, man, that's a harsh comparison to Yoshihashi because, yeah, Yoshihashi was down bad for a while, bro. My point. My point. Okay, that's by the way, we did have a question in our Twitch chat from our good friend Twitch Graves, who, by the way, can fuck off for saying hello, beautiful people, and champ. Motherfucker. Anyway, but he asked... But he's new. To, he's new to New Japan Pro Wrestling, so he asks: Is the G One points based? Yes, the G One Climax Tournament is one of four tournaments by uh, New Japan puts on. That is a round robin point based uh, point based uh, tournament in which everybody's in a block and they face each other at least once. You score two points for a victory, one point for a draw, and you get no points for a, a loss. And basically, this year. The top two point getters from each block, because there's four blocks, will go into a playoff-style format where it's going to be the final eight, and then it's going to be single elimination, winner go home, until it's down to the finals, and then the finals, which is a no-time limit match, to determine who gets to win the G1 and who gets a shot at the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship at Wrestle Kingdom uh, 18 uh, this coming January. So it's a it's it's a lot that goes on with the G1 climax. Was always exciting. Uh, speaking of the uh, G1, we go back to the A block, the youth block, and saw another couple of youthful uh, youthful guys, uh, Kaito Kiyomiya, the outsider from Noah, taking on Lij's Yoda Suji, who just returned from excursion earlier this year. Uh, and Kaito Kiyomiya managed to get his tournament off to a positive start, managing to hit the modified Shining Wizard with four, uh, 14 minutes and 48 seconds uh, in match time, and he gets his first two points. Suji suffers his first loss in his first G1 tournament. Sage, thoughts? Uh... Um, I've seen Kato before. I've seen him, you know, perform, but this is pretty good. Um, him going into a match like this with Yoda Suji, with Yoda Suji, Yoda Suji was steamrolling him at one point. But then they got, it got, it went down and it was just like, oh, okay, are we, what are we doing? And Kaito is not the... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <sighs> Kaito kind of disappoints me a little bit. The failed Okada. So, well, you you, know. you believe you and Sith <laughs> believed in enough. Y'all picked him. I was the only one picked Suji. So I'm the one feeling like an asshole. Well, I mean, so uh, believing in your picks and. Actually, how you feel about a person's wrestling style is just like two Fair. totally different things. And I think he he's his wrestling style is like he was so he's supposed to be the Okada of Noah, and he he's just if that's what you if that's why he got ran out the gym like it looked like he could have got if Suji 
was on it like he should been. Oh, this this shouldn't even have happened. Like, but you know, an outsider, you know, New Japan treats their outsiders with some respect. So, you know, gives give him a little bit of his his lick back for being talked about because. Suji, Suji went in on Kaiba Kai a while ago, just a little while ago. Said he didn't belong here. He apologized for saying that, but, you know, I'm spirit of competition. He feel like the man don't belong. I I, I feel like it too. Don't, don't, don't forget. He should have been in the M1, not the G1. Yeah. Which he won last year's winner. Yeah, yeah, he won that tournament last year. Now he's trying to win this one. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine. No, not at all. No, no, don't don't do that, dude. Right. Don't do that to people, all right. man. All right, next next do up, do that, uh, Sage's Lord and Savior Taichi got his tournament off to a positive start, managing to beat the IWGP US heavyweight champion Will Osprey uh with the Black Mephisto, Mephisto to get his that. first two points one of the highlights of the match was highlighted a lot by Kevin Kelly and Chris Charlton that when Taichi kicked Osprey in the ear it knocked his equilibrium for a loop and Osprey just it took him too long to recover and it's yeah. and it was 2 minutes and it was 2 minutes and uh 17 seconds to go before Taichi was able to finish off Will Osprey with the Black Mephisto to get his first two points. What you got, Sage? Um all bow down to my Lord and Savior Taichi. Um that's first and foremost. I want to thank everybody that came out. Um um, Will Ospreay is a great wrestler. In fact, he's the GOAT. And now I think he's ranked up there as the greatest of all time because he beat one of the greatest of all time. Best in our glory for okay. our Lord. Let's take it, Tachi. This motherfucker up here giving a fucking Man. sermon and shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Now, as we as we're, we're really talking about it, um, that catching that kick to the ear, oh, it threw off the equilibrium so bad. Oh, like when it threw its equilibrium off. But what? What? And was it the next night, or was it the same night? No, nah, was that? What, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm doing an Oscar speech. Fuck the sermon. <laughs> um, I think uh, the fact is that Osprey was able. Now this is insane. Osprey was still able to pull off most of his moves. With the equilibrium issue, it's amazing, you know. And and I granted it, it, he's hurt, he's hurt, he's hurt. But it's um. <laughs> 
Sis says Sage would like to thank the striking unions as he did a better job in praising Tai Chi than the actors and writers doing their speeches. That's fucked up, dude. I, oh I can't with Sage. God. I can't with Sage. Um, it, it's, it's just a it's just a thing of no one no one believed in the fact that Tai Chi would win this. Nobody believed in that. Nobody believed in that at all. And it's and it's great because Tai Chi is one of those wrestlers that should have been. Uh, he should be up there with Okada. He should be up there with a Will Osprey. He should be up there with a. Um, He should be up there. Uh, um, all those that are our premier athletes in, in in New Japan, and he hasn't gotten that that done. His last two G ones, he's had a horrible record, and it's like okay. Let's get it together. And when he said at that press conference that he was taking it serious, this was him taking it serious. Because even though Osprey couldn't get his 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 equilibrium and balance together when he needed to in those moments, Tai Chi took over and hit Black Mephisto. And I'm I'm I and it boy I was in um I was my bad I was at work. And I was, I was losing it. And then I said, I looked around and was like, oh, I got to be quiet. And then I looked around again and said, ain't no kids here. And I'm on, don't even on the third floor. And I was Jesus jealous. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I will, I will admit, no, this was a big, big, this was a huge win for Tai Chi. And also, uh, for those who aren't, aren't familiar in New Japan, typically when you pin a champion, that makes you automatically the number one contender for that champion. Championship. So Taichi has a claim to the IWGP US Championship. I ain't even get that yet. I ain't even get that yet. We ain't even. I ain't even touched that yet. Well, here you go. I just, I just, I just, I just lobbed we, you the softball. Just, just knock it out the park. Listen, listen. He can get it done. He can get it done. Now, what will be crazy is him holding the KOPW and the U.S. title at the same time. I, yo, if he does that, yo, if he does that, I'll acknowledge him as as my Lord and Savior. If he does that, I swear to God, I will. I will acknowledge him as my Lord and Savior. If he met, if he I, I, if he pull, if I he goes to Wrestle Kingdom me. fourteen, I mean, like, whatever Wrestle Kingdom eighteen wins the KOPW twenty twenty four, then turns around and wins the U.S. title. I will acknowledge him as my Lord and Savior. I will. I will. I'm going on record saying that right now. I will do it. Because that's some goat shit. Well, you know what? You know what's crazy? I don't think we wouldn't have to wait for that. He, because, they, you know, they have an event before the oh, that's WWE, true. Uh, tournament. Hey, what's that? What's, it's I usually different names. It's either Power Struggle or something else. Might be power struggle this year. Who knows? 
they usually have different names for it. But all right, so it but no, be. Taichi definitely impressed me with this victory. Uh, then we had Sonata managing to somehow hit the six foot nine Hikaleo with the deadfall to get his first two points of the tournament in ten minutes and sixteen yeah, seconds to win up. in the main event. And then he gave us the gift. <laughs> he gave us the gift. Oh man! Oh man! And, and he called Taichi back. What a leader! Yes. I got to tell you, like, the Sonata's gift was always dope. But now with him being the way he is and he's the champion and he brings out Tai Chi, the gift hit different now. It hit different. <laughs> that shit hit different. Told you, boy. Told you, boy. Told you, boy. I can't. Oh, I love it. I, I will say this, though. Me, Opening yeah. night for A and B definitely gave me some very good ex- uh, high expectations for what to expect with this, with at least those two blocks. But boy, boy, oh, yeah. boy, did they, they really up the ante on night two. I mean, yeah, they did. All right, so we open up on night two. We open up with C-block action, the block that they're saying is the murderer's row, the hard hitter's block, and we open with Tomohiro Ishii and David Finley. Last time these two guys went at it one-on-one was in the New Japan Cup when Finley first revealed that he had joined Bullet Club to later be revealed as the new leader of the Bullet Club, and another hard-hitting affair, just like their New Japan Cup encounter, and this time, 15 minutes, 54 seconds, so he basically had four minutes and six seconds remaining to put away Ishii, and he did with the move formerly known as the Trash Panda, now known as Into Oblivion, and he got his first two points, did the never-open-weight champion, David Finley. What does he live in? Trash. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah. No, 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 no. We know. He wanted me to be more than so bad. I'm not good. I'm not good. Listen. I, I, I know. I'm just I know, saying. I know. It is what it is, but, you know, night, good matchup to start. I will say that. This is a good one. This is. No, nah, it, it was this was this was this was everything I knew it was gonna be. Um they uh they don't like each other. Uh he didn't like him when he was in high time, they don't <laughs> like him, he still don't like him. Then he, he's giving up a reason not to like him. Lord, right there, oh my god. Issue just issue listen, issue is I feel like this. Issue is never gonna get it done anymore. You know, into the aspect of being the winning G one, no. Ishii just hit to beat people out, and it's always a great match. Like I can deal with an Ishii, uh, Ishii banger in in the G one over a Yoshihashi. Is he gonna show up today? Type of situation. True. So what's funny you mentioned that you mentioned Yoshihashi, his tag team championship partner, Hiroki Goto, was in the second match as he took on his fellow chaos mate Toriyano at his backstage comments. He expressed disappointment. 
He expressed disappointment because he didn't beat Toriano in 18 seconds. It took him six minutes and 44 seconds to beat him with the GTR, and he was disappointed because he, his 20th summer started with him not being able to match the shortest match in G1 Climax Tournament history. I find that absolutely fucking hilarious. Hilarious? Hilarious? <laughs> like, why is this a thing? <laughs> Why, 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 why is it a thing? I, 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 I don't, bro, let me tell you something. That's hilarious. That is yeah, hilarious. Yeah, like I said, I watch the backstage comments uh, every, every morning, the morning after an event, because usually I'm asleep by the time. Um, the uh, they upload the one with the subtitles, so I'm already asleep. So I just when I get up in the morning, I watch it. And when I saw that shit, I said, "Yo, go to a wild dude, man, for being disappointed he didn't win in 18 seconds like he did the last time he faced him." Awesome, wild seconds. dude, man. Man, I, I knew the Yano matches always, which we had a really fun match already of Yano this early tournament too. Um. But Yano is, you can depend on Yano to be the guy that gives you a show and help and, and still things up for you. Oh, man. I loved it. Yeah, absolutely. I loved it. All right, our third match is, yes, Seth, I heard you all the way up here. Uh, third match was from, once we'll go back to the hard-hitting C block, Mikey Nichols making his G1 Climax Tournament debut. Uh, Matt, The man known as Matt took on the man formerly known as Toa Hanare, formerly known as Aaron Hanare, now just going by Hanare. And he finally revealed why at the press conference his face was covered and he was wearing a hat. Because he shaved his head and tattooed tribal uh, writings on his face. That's a menacing looking motherfucker, dog. <laughs> and he changed his music. And then he came out there and him and Mikey Nichols beat the crap out of each other. Mikey Nichols legit headbutted Hanari and busted himself open. Who does that? And then he dropped him on his head with the master blaster, like literally dropped him on his head. Like, I'm not saying that metaphorically speaking. I'm saying that he literally dropped him on his head with the master blaster and won at 12 minutes and 21 seconds. And Hanari still managed to walk away and talk shit backstage. Sage, I don't know what you got to say about this, but I don't, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. He about to shit on Hanari watch. <clears throat> I take nothing away from the culture. The one thing I will not shit on is the respect and the culture and the warrior that his culture is. That's great. That's what it ends. Let's close the book there. Now, um, hard hit match. It seemed like he got less character when he had a mustache. 
There was no character development here. There was no video packages. I would have took a video package. I would have loved it. I would have loved a nice video package. He, that's what he was hiding at the press conference. But Mikey Nipples, my brother, my Australian uh, brother from TMDK, I appreciate you and uh, you're great. And I've seen you do some, some crazy stuff. Bro, I cringe like so hard. I said, Yo, I, I thought he was at the right. tournament. I swear I thought he was at the tournament. You, you couldn't tell me nothing. You couldn't, you couldn't tell me he wasn't gone. Dude, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, it looked like his neck bend wrong and everything. I was like, oh, you can't tell, you can't tell, you can't tell me. I thought he, Hanari was, he's supposed I to thought Hanari was bro. absolutely fucked. I, yeah, I thought he was gone. So I said, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I was afraid. And I was just like, no, 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 no. Not already, bro. I said, what is this, another Naito year? I said, but then Aaron Hanari will be out the tournament. Hmm. And then I thought about it. I said, damn, we went we went to Shingo and Hanari, though. I ain't here for the character when it comes to Shingo and Hanari. I, I, need, I need a little, that, 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 that's a fight. That's a oh, we're gonna get to that in a, we're gonna get to that in a minute. Holy! And I had forgot. So I forgot that this match was the 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 uh this that match was this early. So I was just like, dang! Even down the stretch, we're not gonna get him if he goes out stuff like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, we gonna get. But we that. stay with uh, night two that. and talk about the D block matchup. But Shane Hayes also making his. Uh, debut in this tournament, taking on another debutante in one half of the strong openweight tag champions, Alex Causa, the dead not dreadnought, or whatever shit is his name, as Jeff Cobb said. <laughs> the, the dead eye. Dead. Dreadnought. Nah, Jeff Cobb is backstage Cobb and say, okay, Alex Causa, dead not dreadnought, whatever shit is your name. <laughs> War, he called him the Bullet Club War Puppy. <laughs> He, he called him, it the uh, day. Oh, he called yeah. the Bullet oh, Club War <laughs> I was dead. I was oh, in fucking. God. I was in shambles when he oh, called it that. <laughs> what is wrong with Jeff? Oh, shit. Oh, I was in shambles, but. Jeff Cobb, Jeff Cobb, awesome. yo, his, yo, his backstage comments the last couple months have been crazy. It's been wild. I love him. But anyway, but in this matchup, Coughlin, what, what stood out to me first off, Coughlin came out, took the stairs that they climbed into the ring with and threw them bitches. I said, okay, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen right there, number one. <laughs> then he got in the ring. But um, him and Shane Hay had a pretty good matchup, I will say that. They had a really, they had a pretty good matchup. It went 10 minutes, 55 seconds, and Shane Hayes managed to get his first two points in his first G1 uh, with the Bomb Valley death, and, and Coughlin just... And it, all, it was all mostly Coughlin's fault because he tried to cheat and got his ass whooped. This what it is. He tried to cheat and got his ass whooped. Okay, hang on. This, I, this, 
Alcon kind of showed me that he's 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 here for it. He this yeah. new I like this new attitude. He but no, look, I know team. we're only on match four of night two. We got so much shit to talk about, but this has been this has been something I need to get out off my chest and talk about. Did any of y'all out there see the video that New Japan put out of the Bullet Club War Dogs? <laughs> if you haven't seen it, I suggest you go see it. Because that is some of the wildest, craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. I've heard more beeps in that 18-minute video than I've heard in a single episode of Hell's Kitchen on Fox. It was beep this, beep that. And apparently, Bro. smoking cigarettes is not is frowned upon in Japan because they even censored that out. This shit was wild. Talk Bro. about it, Sage. This shit was wild. They are insane. <laughs> hey. Hey. Hey, those are dogs for real. <laughs> them those are my dogs for real. Them motherfuckers, I boy. I tell you show. what. Those are my dogs for real, bro. Hey, you know what? I, I, I said do something. I said do something. Boy, I didn't know they was going to do something. <laughs> when, oh, that was good. When that was New good. Japan had to put a disclaimer... On the video, before we even saw anything, I knew immediately shit is about to hit the fan. And then, sure enough, here we are. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Yo, this was, this was wild. This was wild. I was like, yo, this cannot be what I Oh, my God. Like we got, we I, and it, you know when it came out after we after we uh yep. closed up last week's podcast. So like after we after we signed off last week, it came out and we both sitting here starting to think, oh, and it just it starts off wild and we go, all right, gotta go. Yeah, because it came out last <laughs> Friday because we did the we did the season premiere last Friday and stuff. So it came out literally minutes yep. after we finished the live stream on Twitch. I get the notification. I said. Okay, I think I need to watch this and see what the fuck this is. And sure enough, it was wild. Like these motherfuckers are crazy. Yeah. If you want to talk about crazy, let's get back to the G one and talk about the fifth match of night two, which is from once again the Murderers Row C block. Shingo Takagi and Eddie Kingston. Boy, that was a good match. My body still hurt. my body oh, still hurt, and I wasn't hey, in the match, and hey, my body still hurt from watching that match. Hey, hey, I don't, you know what? There's a match this this, this uh, wrestling week that my body still hurts from, and I wasn't in that match. And I, 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 I would love to be in that type of match, but I'm, I, it is what it is. Um. That was wild, bro. It was wild. I just, I, 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 I didn't know what to expect. And and boy, what I got, I am not mad at. Oh my god, 
they they beat each other. They no 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 stop stop stop. They didn't like, whoop each other's asses. They whiz as 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 up each other's asses. That's what they did. Yeah, they. Yeah, that. Yeah, that was wild. It it this this match got this match got. And you know what's wild. even funnier? Eddie Kingston in his backstage comments went out and called out Tony Tony Khan and said, "Hey Tony Khan, put this match on either all in or all out." He wants it again. I said, "Yo, y'all bring that shit to him." Oh, we running it back. Oh, we running it back. Yo, we running it back, boy. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm here for that. Absolutely. Oh, I'm here for that. Mm. Mm. I think I think we might I think I think there's another live right, reaction I might be there for. There you go. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. and then the next mm-hmm. matchup saw uh Zack Sabre Jr., the new Japan World TV champion, taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi. And you he you called it. You said what he was gonna do. Unscrew his legs. He unscrewed his knees. No, no, I'm sorry. No, we can't even uh, you know what? Can't even say that this time around. Tony came Yo! with a different game. Tana came with a whole different game. He had a whole different game plan than this. He wasn't aiming for the high five flow, but when he did aim for it, 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 it didn't pay off. But that wasn't, that was not his focus. And it, and it's it shocked me a little bit because he went into it to submit ZSJ. Hmm. Excuse and even Zach had some had to like had to show respect to that in his backstage comments because he was like, you know, wow, like he's still the ace. I was not expecting Tanahashi to go mat game with fucking Zach Saber Jr. Not at all. But it happened. No, and I was like, all. not at all. What? Not at all. No, 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 no. Matter of fact, that 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 is why I wore my Captain America uh shirt. And in lieu of uh, uh, one of our friends, because uh, he's a Tana fan, and he's always said, "No, oh, you ain't the Ace is gonna forever be the Ace." And you know, I'm, I'm like, you know, Ace getting old. You keep talking about the Ace gonna be the Ace, bro, but it's getting old. And the Ace said, "No, I'm not. No, I'm not. You better stop saying that." <laughs> so I mean, Lord, this was this was a this was a sneaky banger. I mean, it, it's Zach and Tana though, but it still was a sneaky banger. Like I was like, oh, look at Tana go, proving me wrong. You know better, Tana. Stop it. <laughs> no, I like that. I like that. I like that. And then we would get Tama Tonga taking on Evil with Evil using all kind of shenanigans and BS to manage to hit everything is evil and win in 17 minutes and 34 seconds to earn his first two points of the tournament for someone who has struggled mightily this year. He, yeah, I, I, we'll talk about it in the next night, but he's off to a very surprisingly strong start if you want to call it that uh, you're talking about yeah you're talking about evil 
Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, these my dogs for real. <laughs> yeah, except you forget he's not a war dog. He's House of Torture. I, I was just, I just wanted to sing the song. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I, I, just, I say I, just, I think you need to like I think Sis said it best in our Twitch chat. Borrow, steal, kill. That's basically what Evil's done did in this match and what he's gonna do in the next match we're gonna talk about. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. And then and then you don't have any thoughts on this match, B. It was a typical evil match. That's the only that's the only problem I have about it. That it's a typical these typical evil matches, but you know it is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. Evil picked up the victory. The I mean, Gato is going to be always a factor, but it's just not going to be. I noticed that we didn't, we haven't seen the other two yet, so then uh, a matchup with uh, Jeff Cobb take on Tetsuya Naito Cobb up to this point having never beaten Naito one on one but it would finally happen 14 minutes and 20 seconds a nice little tour of the islands for the for El Ingovernable the uh, El, for the Ingovernable one and it would be Jeff Cobb that would be closing out the show mm-hmm. talking to the crowd and leading his own version of the roll call, which had me fucking dead. This right here. This <laughs> right here. E. Hey. Oh my God. <laughs> no Sotros. You. United. M. No, it was like this. It was like, no Sotros. United. M. Pi-er. Boom. And then he kicked his hat out the ring. <laughs> hey. I said, you know what? Jeff Cobb ain't hey, shit. Cobb. Hey. Jeff Cobb is a national treasure. Facts. That's the way he is. He got to be. He is a national treasure, man. Ain't, ain't, ain't nothing like a Jeff Cobb, bro. Oh, man. I, this was, oh. This was, oh, this was the main event, main event. Ah. This was this was a close favorite of my main events. I like both guys. Um, this was good though. This was this was this was really really good. And they uh they did their thing. Naito was my pick. Naito was Naito all was of our pick. picks. That's all I got to say. But. <laughs> Naito was all of our picks, and we all just looked like and Jeff Cobb just basically said, "Here, eat it." Yeah, he. I, I, I felt like his comment in the ring was centered towards us. You know, bet you none of y'all thought I was gonna beat him. Oh, you, 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 you ain't you. Don't, you can call this by name. You can call I would me love by from, name. I would love him to call No Spots Podcast no by name. Do you know how many people start listening to our fucking podcast? <laughs> Shit. 
shit. Oh, you know how many people? You know how many people start watching our live streams? Holy fuck! Either way. Anyway, oh, so nice. that was how night two ended, and we move on to night number three as we had to Yamagata, and we had A Block action. And A Block opened up with Chase Owens taking on Kaito Kiyomiya, and Kiyomiya once again using that shining wizard in order to get a victory to get to four points, two and zero oh already. Excuse me, on this tournament, unfortunately, Chase like was shot. not on the case this time. Sad, sad days. Sad days for Chase. He he gonna be alright. He got he gonna be alright. He gonna be alright. He just need what six points. He gotta get the six. Yeah. Two more, two more matches. He got this. Yep. Two more matches and he got this. Absolutely. And then uh, Great Khan's tournament continues to be a struggle. He is now at 0-2 after Kenta managed to do a Hurricane Rana but also have his hand on the ropes for added leverage in order to get the victory to win at 11 minutes and 40 seconds. Oh. I don't know about Okan, man, this tournament, bro. Okan about to pull a yell. You think that man is about to win five in a row and make it to the playoff round? You think so? It'll be very close. Uh, he, uh, what B. block is that? No, that's B, not. Griddle comes in B block with Okada. B. That's B. Okay, block B. B block with Okada. Mm. It, dep- it honestly depends on how, what he do against Osprey. When does he when does he fight Osprey? Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. When does he fight Osprey? Uh, next Tuesday, the twenty fifth, in Corcoran. Mm. It, mm. We'll see. Now, we'll see, because I think you can. Khan might win this next. Depending on this next one, he might win it. And if he wins it, it's going to be one of those things where he's – Osprey is going to be a big obstacle for him. Osprey is going to be a big obstacle for him. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and then after that matchup, we saw uh, Okan go to 0-2 and Kenta get his first two points in the tournament. Gabe Kidd gets his – First two points in his G1 Climax career, defeating the big man Hikaleo. Once again, another sneak attack by Gabe Kidd. Spent most of the match beating him up around the arena again. But this time, he would actually get the victory with the leg trap pile driver. But there was a moment in the match where I thought Gabe Kidd was about to get wiped out. That swing power slam by Hikaleo scared the shit out of me, bro. Oh, that wasn't the one that I thought he was. He almost died on, and when he got dropped on the stack of chairs. <laughs> but no, that power, that power slam that Hikaleo did, it almost like he didn't fully rotate, and it looked like Gabe Kill was about to be dropped on his head. He luckily it was just on his shoulder, but fuck me, I was like, oh god, not again. 
Yeah, I, I was, I was, I was, I, when he got dropped on them chairs, bro, I, I said, oh, gay kid lost. Gay kid lost. He should do. Shit crazy, bro. Shit crazy. And again, there's another one where a majority of the action was all outside the ring before the bell, and the match was on, was under five minutes. This time, three minutes and 29 seconds. So Gabe Kidd is getting all of this extracurricular shit and getting in the ring for, and only having less than five-minute matches. <laughs> That's just crazy. A lot happened in five so, minutes. I bro. say it all the time. You tell me to shut up. So what the fuck? Anyway. Okay. I said it this time. Still in my gimmick, catch. Still in my gimmick, catch. I beat you to it this her, time. Like her, mm-hmm. her. Yeah, gimmick infringement. Her, her, Most definitely. Her, Most definitely. Her. You know, they still think Marcus ruined the sage. Her. So, hmm. Her. <laughs> you got more charisma than Marcus ruined, though. Okay, never mind. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling Evan that too. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see David again. Oh my goodness! You a snitch? You a snitch? That's fucked up. That's my man, though. That's my man. Anyway, nah, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, you may be Marcus Rowan, but say <laughs> anyway, all right. Next up, Tai Chi continues his start, his strong start. He got to four points, two and zero, defeating Tangaloa with the Tai Chi style Gato Clutch thirty seven. After his first Tai Chi style Gato Clutch fail, he went for it again, but find, still it managed to find a way to keep Loa down. Twelve minutes and thirty four seconds was the match time. I'm starting to believe in Tai Chi in this tournament. These first two matches have really convinced me that he is really someone to keep an eye on in the in the B block. Oh, absolutely! I told you that. He said he's taking it serious. What he said when they when they took tag, when they took tag league serious, what happened? They made it to the finals. Mm-hmm. So, which I, I miss I miss my team. I miss my team, the dangerous. Yeah, team. I I do like I low key miss, miss dangerous techers though. I really wish they could they could see him again, but unfortunately they're in two different factions, so that won't happen. Unless they unless they unless New Japan adapted the the Tony Khan blind eliminator tournament. Imagine New Japan does that and dangerous techers get reunited. Let me tell you something. They better win. If New Japan ever does a blind eliminator tag team tournament and Dangerous Techers get uh fucking get fucking reunited, they gotta win that tournament. I don't give a fuck who. I don't give a fuck if it's Okada and fucking Tanahashi on the other side. Nah, Dangerous Techers wins that fucking tournament. They better. They better. They they better. Because. I miss my guys, and I, I I want them back. Yeah. All right. Next up, we would see, again, another matchup of the Rewa Three Musketeers. This time, it was Red Narita against Yoda Suji. I'm going to tell you something. Suji, when he almost impaled himself on the guardrail and no sold it, I said, all right, you know what? Suji built different. <laughs> 
Boy, this was different, different. I was like, wait a minute. What is up with Suji? Somebody, somebody, come get this boy. Because he is throwing his body everywhere. Yeah, when he when he did that dive and he literally landed stomach first on the fucking guardrail. And then he just rolled out over, landed on his feet and just no sold it. I said, oh, no, nah, his stomach definitely hurt. He just he just know how to, how to hide it. He know damn well that hurt. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And when he sold, when he got the sale, that's when he sold it. And I was like, mm-hmm, that was smart. That was smart. There you go. It hurt. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I really, 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 I really enjoyed this one. But it led. Listen, we got ourselves another draw, though. I told you. I, I told you in the group chat. I told you in the group chat, man. I told you in the group chat was about to happen. It's one. It's for sure one more draw coming. Which has that ever actually? Been if you give me just one second here, because I'm having some issues here, uh, I will actually talk about that. Because so here's the story. After we had this draw that happened between Ren Narita and Yoda Suji, that brought us to. Two draws already in this G1 Climax tournament. And I had to think, I was thinking to myself, I said, has this ever happened before in the G1 where there was more than one time limit draw? Well, I did the research and guess what, ladies and gentlemen? It has happened more than once. It has happened once before. And guess what? That is our stat of the day. How you doing, Frankie? All right, ladies and gentlemen. Four previous times in G1 Climax Tournament history has there been at least two time limit draws in a tournament. In 2002 was the first time which saw in the B block Manabu Nakanishi and which saw Osamu Nishimura have three draws all by himself against Manabu Nakanishi, Yuji Nagata, and Masahiro Chono. Nishimura will actually go on to make it to the play, make it through to the playoff part of the tournament due to a tiebreaker match he had with Nakanishi, which he won by submission, but he would lose in the semifinals to eventual runner-up Yoshihiro Takayama, who lost to Masahiro Chono that year. Fast forward three years later, 2005 was the next time we would see two or more time limit draws in the tournament. We would have the same Nishimori again, once again, a draw. He was in the A block. He had a draw to Minoru Suzuki. The other draw took place in the B block where Hiroshi Tanahashi and Toriyano wrestled to a 30-minute uh, time limit draw. Neither man would actually make it to the, to the playoff round, and that was the year that Masahiro Chono won the G1. We fast-forward four more years. Chono yep. won in 05. Chono won in 05. 
We fast forward. Right. 2009 will be the next time we will have more than one time limit draw in this tournament. It would be Hiroshi Tanahashi and Togi Makabe in the A block. And in the B block, it would be Yuji Nagata and Takashi Segura. Segura and Tanahashi both made the, fi- the the playoff round as they were the second the second best point getters in the G1. And the only reason why Tanahashi got in was because it was a tiebreak between Togi Makibe and himself and Hiroshi Tanahashi won by uh coin toss. <laughs> well, he got well he won by coin toss over uh Masato Tanaka. But he would end up losing to he would end up losing to Shinsuke Nakamura and Togi Makabe would go on and win that tournament in 2009. The last time we had two or more time limit draws in a G1 Climax tournament would be a year later in 2010. And that would be Hiroshi Tanahashi and Tetsuya Naito in the A block. And in the B block, mm-hmm. Shinsuke Nakamura and Go Shiozaki. Tanahashi would end up being mm-hmm. the top point getter in the A block despite the draw, but he would lose to Satoshi Kojima in that year's final. So it's been it's been now 13 years since a G1 has had at least two draws. And ladies and gentlemen, that has been your Elongated stat of the day. And Sage predicted, and I believe him, that when Suji faces uh, Umino, we're going to have a third draw. We're going to have a third draw. Yeah, I'm, I'm already I'm mentally, so am I. I'm I'm re- already I'm mentally prepared, prepared for the Raywa Three Musketeers for the two of their points to come from draws to each other. That's what I'm prepared for. Is that because then you know they they could do whatever, right? All right, then we move. Well, we already we already got two two of their points. Uh, well, oh no, yeah, you're right. Uh, we already got one whose points come from draws. So now we just need the other. If the other two we draw, then all three of their points, their, uh, their points come from draws. And I'm like, yo, this is. And after that, we would see Will Osprey take it on Yoshihashi in a very highly contested matchup with Will Osprey breaking out a nice little uh, like Sky Torneo, which is called, by the way. The leap of faith, because remember, he's got the aerial assassin shit. He's got the elevated and all this other shit. He used the what move called the leap of faith to beat Yoshihashi to get his first two points of the tournament. You think Will Ospreay is about to start getting it, getting it to going? He might get it together, uh, you know, after being off his equilibrium that they keep harping back to his match with Kenny Omega. But um which which we live reacted to and that match I'm not I'm just that that match was insane. Yeah. <laughs> um which blood and guts was insane. Yeah, but we're um, gonna talk about that on Saturday. Um, 
I don't do this often, okay? And this is out there to you ladies, you beautiful ladies and gentlemen. I don't do this often. Uh, Yoshihashi bought his... Wait a minute. Did we just hear what I think we just heard? Did we hear Sage... The guy who woke up as this guy named Sage give a praise to Yoshihashi? What? What? Bro, the first chop the first chop Yoshihashi does in this match splits Osprey chest wide open. I was just I, I, I was just like, okay, okay, okay. Boy, he had the he had the the blood dripping down here. <laughs> hey, every time Yoshihashi hit his chest, a new blood trail. <laughs> hey, Yoshihashi was putting a hurting on Will Osprey, but then. Then, then Will Ospreay do Will Ospreay things, and you know, we know how that go. Mm-hmm. We know how that shit go. So, I, I, I mean, yeah, bro, yeah, Yoshihashi, Yoshihashi put on a great match. This, this was a really good match. This was a really good match. I don't give Yoshihashi praise often, so this not hopefully get it again. All right, let's move on. I did. I had a hard part out the channel. Let's so go. Let's show the Umino was next. It was our semi-main I, event out of the A block. Oh yes, oh, this, this is so good. good. I really enjoyed it. This is one of the few matches throughout the good. first couple nights of the uh, tournament, actually, which is which went past the 15 minute mark and came dangerously close to being a time limit draw. It was he only had one minute and 12 seconds left uh, before he was able to hit deadfall and get the victory to a Sonata to get to two and zero and four points. Uh, Umino stays at one point and suffers his first loss of the tournament. Thoughts? Before we get to our main event, which I enjoyed too, this was this was this was a this was as good as I thought it was going to be, and I think by this point Chase Owens was I mean, sitting commentary. in the crowd. I mean, sitting yeah. at, at commentary. Oh, Chase killed it on commentary too. I think um, Chase showed up for com- I think Chase showed up yeah, for commentary. This... I think around match four or match five, it was one of those. This, yeah, and this was, uh, this was a banger. This was a banger. This this looks like a Wrestle Kingdom match. You know what I'm saying? So this was good. This yeah, was I good. I highly enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I, I would I too. I highly enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it a lot. And I mean, Shota Umino is really showing something. Something first two matches in the G one, a time limit draw, and then it took it took Sonata, who's the world champion, almost the the time limit to beat him. So I just feel like Shota is going to be. I mean, I'm keeping my eye out on Shota. Ooh man, I'm tired. No, absolutely. No, no, I told you. I think he. I think. That's and then we win. would have our main event, which would see the two, the the man who's back to back tournament winner trying to go three in a row and win his fifth overall, Kazuchika Okada, taking on none other than 
I think this is El Phantasmo's first yeah, main event in his G in the G one. In the G one? No. Uh, okay. uh no, he did have one last year. He had one last year. That was the one where he was supposed to um he was supposed to bracket bust somebody. I think he did bracket. But either way, this is another one that went north of 15 minutes. 16-21 was the final match time with Okada hitting the Rainmaker to get the four points. And then he did his usual spiel of saying it's a hot, hot crowd. And, you know, thank you for your support. And I'm going to make it rain on shit. And I'm just like, I don't think he understands how perverted that sounds when he says he's going to make it rain on things. I don't think he understands. I think he needs to understand what what the connotation of that means. <laughs> just he don't give a fuck. His name is the Rainmaker, so he he knows what bad connotation. First of all, he hangs around the young bucks. He knows what bad connotation. <laughs> I'm gonna make it rain on anything. <laughs> My bad. He ran, he hang around the hung bucks. That's the even wilder part. <laughs> oh fuck! Thoughts on the match though. Benny Elite. Um, my favorite part of this match is what what, what he said at the press conference happened. Except for he didn't rip them off and fry them. He does. I, I, I remember that shit too, and I was just like, he's doing it. He's doing it. That's what I said. <laughs> hey, I was like, he's doing the thing. He's doing the thing. <laughs> hey, yo, ELP, for, yeah, man, you couldn't, you couldn't. If he was, if he, all he, if literally within a hair of winning that match, within a hair, yeah, he hit the, match, he hit the CR two. And, but it, yeah. it's Okada. He needed to hit CR three. He hits he hits CR three. We talk. We oh. we have a different result. He would have been closing out the show talking shit. <laughs> or CR two again. He was no very no. When close he went up for it again, that was going to be the CR three. He's going to sit out on that shit. But Okada knew it, and he got out of it, and that's when it led to the his downfall. Ooh. But I tell you, if he Man. hit CR3, we'd be having a whole different conversation. Yeah. Ooh, All right. Um, yeah, we would. We would definitely be having a different conversation. All right. So now we move on to the, the night to night four, which is more C and D block action. I want to tell you something. I had I told uh, people at my job one of the things on my bucket list is to go to Japan to see a, a new Japan show, and I listed some of the arenas I want to go to, like Corcoran Hall, Ryogoku, uh, Sumo Hall, Tokyo Dome, huh? Dolphin Sports Arena. Yeah, Dolphin, Dolphin Sports, Sports Arena, Arena. Osaka. Zebion Arena in Sendai is another one I want to go to because that venue looks so fucking pretty. I want to go oh, yeah, there yeah, as yeah. well. There's five venues. There's another one. I can't remember which one. Nippon Budokan. Those are the six venues I want to go see a show I at. It's those, one of those Budokan. six venues before I die. And I want to go to one of those six venues and watch a New Japan show. 
Zebion Arena is such a beautiful arena. All right, so let's start it off. D-Block actually had one of the most entertaining fucking matchups you could ever ask for. Zack Sabre Jr. against Toriano. These two guys always know how to just make the entertainment. You had oh. young lions pretending to be their actual wrestlers. You had a mascot who did was pushed under the ring and beheaded. And no, that was the other night. Goto, yeah, Goto and Yano with the, the mascot. Night. That was the Goto that was match. That was the Goto hilarious. match. That was hilarious. Yeah, so no, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot about, about it too. I thought it was in this match, but no. So you had. The young line, you had you had Kose Fujita, Big Fuj, Ichiban Sweet Boy come out in the Zack Sabre Jr. gear with the belt on, by the way, which was crazy. With the belt with the belt <laughs> on. Hey yo. Hey. Yo, he did Zack Sabre Jr. to a T. He missed one thing. That was it. He missed one thing, but he made up for it. But in yeah, the ring. he hit. He he had that, and then Toriano was so pissed off because he didn't see Zack Saber Jr. He fucking threw uh, Yuta Nakashima in there with his coat on to be, have him be him. I was like, okay. And then you know, and then he walks up the ramp, and Zack comes right up behind him, puts him in the sleeper hole, like gotcha, bitch. <laughs> but then Yano ends up getting away and, tearing, right. and tapes his legs together, taping his legs together. Oh, you no, forgot, I forgot. Uh, I didn't uh, forgot. Uh, I forgot. Uh, I forgot because there's a part. There's some. So okay. So prior oh, okay. to that, while Yano was was sleep on the at the, at the top of the rampway, at the top of the entranceway, Kose Fuji, Zack Saber Jr. instructs Kose Fuji to go to each corner and tapes it the middle part of it so he can't let go. He can't un- undo them. So then when he goes up to get Yano and Yano ties and tie, like tapes his legs together, he hop bunny hops his way back. He gets in the ring and as Yano is frustratingly trying to get these corner pads off of the uh, off these corners, Big Fuge, Ichiban Sleep Boy had scissors <laughs> and cuts Zach free. And then Zach pretends he's still caught as Yano finally turns around to pay attention to Zach. Rolled up one, two, three, five minutes, thirty-seven seconds, match is done. Most entertaining match so far in G one. Don't care. Hey, hey, best so far, best match. So far, best match. I don't care what nobody said. That match was fire from beginning to end. From the point that <laughs> Kose comes out, all the way to the pinfall. Oh my god, this was the greatest thing I've seen in a while. And you know what we get next after this match. Naito versus Yano. Like, after this next... Oh, my God. I can't wait for the long entrance of Naito. That's going to be on July 23rd. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. That's Sunday. Yeah, that's Sunday. Next up. I can't wait. Tomorrow's tomorrow's a banger, banger too, that I looked at. Oh my God! All right, next up, never overweight <laughs> champion David Finley gets the four points. He defeats Mikey Nichols with the into oblivion. It took him nine minutes and fifty-two seconds to do so, and now he sits at two and zero, oh, four points. Uh, quick thoughts on this one: I would say, like a solid matchup again. Mikey Nichols is just a crazy ass dude. That's why his nickname is Mad. Oh, I, oh man, oh man, absolutely. Um, and and stronger than you think. You know, uh, he's stronger than a lot of people think. Um, most definitely one of the 
you know, hidden gems of tonight, of, of that night. Match was really good. Um, they did they did the thing. I still hate David <laughs> Finley. Um, I don't hate David Finley as much as I hate you know Yoshihashi type shit. But I still hate David Finley. Um, uh, at least they're doing something with this character. That's I appreciate that. Um, yeah. This is definitely was definitely and I, the only thing that I do like about the the David Finley wins are he's winning without interference. He's winning without having someone else come into the match and do stuff. Like he he's winning. So his wins are legitimate. He's pulling them out. Just um I'm so sick of this of the backside into oblivion. I'm <laughs> tired of it. I wish he stopped. And then watch you go turn around and do it from another position. It's gonna be like the diamond cutter out of nowhere and shit. Anyway. Okay, here we go. Let me tell you something. Okay, here we go. Don't you ever compare that move to a diamond cutter. Okay. What is wrong with you? Okay. You, what is wrong with you? What you 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 ain't have your no, you ain't have yet. your cigar today. That'll be after for after the podcast. You you need you need it because you, you just said some okay. wild stuff there. Okay. 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 Anyway, moving on. Jeff Cobb after his uh, <laughs> opening round match against Naito called Alice Cogden a Bullet Club war puppy. And then he went out and proved he's a war puppy by beating him in 9 minutes and 15 seconds uh, to get to 4.2-0. and 0. Uh, He still currently holds the record for longest longest uh, winning streak in a G1 when he won 8 straight in 2021. He's not going to – he may or may not beat it this year. I mean, he's got – he's going to have – He's gonna have seven nah. block matches. He would if he would have to go under. Yeah, I gotta say he would have to go undefeated and block. He would have to go undefeated and block. He would have to go undefeated that, and block, and then he would have to win his quarterfinal matchup to match it, and then you have to win a semifinal matchup to beat it. That's a tall task, but yep. the way he's looking, the way his swagger is, I he, I have no doubt in my mind he could do it. I wouldn't bet against it. Oh, oh yeah, if if. if I'm just saying, I wouldn't bet against it, bro. Honestly. I'm betting against it because of the fact of of the block that he's in. Like, if this was a different block, maybe. But the block that he's in, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, can't, I can't see it. All right, next up, we would have Eddie Kingston, the strong open weight champion, taking on <laughs> Evil. And, and Eddie Kingston knew what he was getting himself into because as soon as that man's music hit and it hit the oh, and it hit the, the and it started off the beat drop, man's came storming out there with a kendo stick like, "Yeah, fuss up now, bitch." <laughs> I said, "Yup, that's Eddie for you." Homie came out with the kendo stick, ready for action. He was ready for it. And, and shit like that. But it would end up being his undoing as Dick Togo got involved, hit him with the kendo stick, even though he no-sold it, it led to Eddie Kingston getting hit in the jewels with the low blow, 
Everything no, is evil. Just... Evil gets the four points. Evil is two and zero in the fucking yeah. G one, Sage. I know. I, I gotta remind me. you because I got I, I gotta remind you because I, I, I've had I'm witnessing this that he is two and zero in the fucking G one. I said I said did I did I pick evil? No, I think we all picked Eddie. I think. I could be wrong. No. You and Sif picked evil. I picked Eddie. Oh, yeah. Because I said the shenanigans. But I thought it was going to be more, you know, more people in the shenanigans. It, 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 and it wasn't. It was just it was just the one. So, you know. Evil, evil is, um... Hmm. Evil's. I hope evil set himself up for something good, man. It, it's about time. We ain't had nothing since, uh, since his uh basic his basic win again in the um in the G one that time. And I mean, I mean not in the G one, but him winning the titles. He ain't he ain't done nothing. So. Mm. I mean, I hope so. I hope we can. I hope we get something good with him. He need. He. It's about mm. time for him. Yeah. Who. Who knows? I mean, I. I think that's gonna be the narrative of the tournament. Well, but also, it's playing up for his next match. It's also yep. playing up for his next Finley. match. Yeah. So that that's another thing. Like that, I'm I'm looking at. This is playing up against for that next match because. Him and David Finney, who, is this is this match really gonna be who's for the who's the supreme leader of the Bullet Club? I'm, I'm I can't wait to see that match, dude. Mm. I can't wait. Yo, I, I'm I'm wait. I can't wait for it. I can't wait. We only gotta I, wait I'm till waiting. Sunday, bro. <clears throat> Sunday and it's the main event. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I ain't doing nothing. It's the main event. It's the main event. Wow, that's crazy! I ain't yeah, think the main it was event. That. All right, next, Hiroshi Tanahashi finally getting on the board in the G one. He scored his first two points against Shane Hayes with his combination of the aces high and then the high fly flow to finally get a victory. It took him twelve minutes and four seconds to get on the board. Uh, Tanahashi said, "You're seeing a different Tanahashi in the G1, and we kind of saw that in his opening match against Zack Saber Jr. And then he kind of went uh, a little. He had a little bit of a mixture of of new and old in this one. So, what do you think about this one? Yeah, he that, exactly what you said. He had a mixture of new and old because what he did, he." He went back to his old ways of winning. He was able to pull out the old because everybody was expecting the new. And he said, nope, mm-mm. I'm going to get this. <laughs> <laughs> he, gave them, he, gave them, he gave them what they didn't expect. So, Yeah, absolutely. But it was, it was I really liked the match, and I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens with Tanahashi and with Hayes moving forward. But let's talk about match number six. Shingo Takagi and Hanare. I'm going to throw out a number for you guys. And I'm going to throw out a number for you. 22. That's how many seconds were left when the bell rang and Hanare was declared the winner after the Streets of Rage. 
There were 22 seconds left in the time limit. 1938 was the match time, which is your sec going to be your second longest match of the night of the of the tournament because we have already have two 20 minute li time limit draws. But this is going to be your second longest match of the tournament that reached a decision. Well, it's going to be your longest that reaches the decision, and your longest overall, second longest overall. Sage, why they do that to each other, man? Oh, I was here for this. I'm not even going to lie. When I seen they was in the same block, we got this it. match early as fuck, though, uh, bro. Um, that that's the part that makes me mad. That's the part that's making me mad. Why is this so early? Why is this so early? This is this is. They have a history. They have a rivalry. Why are we getting this match this early? And this is what we got. Um, and if you don't give us this match this early, you have to move around other matches. For it to fall down in the way you wanted it to, but um, this match was oh, this match was. I said it to you. I said it to you yesterday. This I said it to you yesterday when we was talking about yesterday. Crazy. This was match of the night for me. This match right here was match of the night for me, and it's going to be in my top five matches of the tournament. And there's still five matches apiece for everybody, but this is already in my top five matches of the tournament already. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah, it's still five matches. This was great. This was great. Um, I'm, I this wasn't a character play for for Hanare, and I think that's the best thing when it comes to Hanare. When it's not a character play, that he he does his due diligence, he does his work, he does everything that's needed, and gets these get this match done. And I'm just like, yo, he's out here wilding. And I'm like, yo, what is going on? So this was this was great. I, I think this was really good. This was done very well. These two wrestlers got their stuff off. They did it. They oh man. Uh I don't like the outcome. Yeah, I was gonna say, because it's like shingles now 0 and 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I peep that. I peep that. All right, and then we move on to our semifinal that. from the D block. Tetsuya Naito finally getting on the board uh, with his Destino at seventeen minutes and forty seconds. Uh, Another one that went north of fifteen. This, this is this unclean Destino. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. This unclean Destino. I'm mad this Destino was not clean. Goto, what was you doing? I don't know. Like, what? I don't know. He, he, he messed it up. He went, let, uh, let him get the leverage he needed. I'm like, Yo, what is going on here? Either way, I mean, he managed to nail it. But, he managed to nail man, it. He gets oh, he did. two points, and that, like I said, oh, he he's did. my favorite to win the whole thing. To like get the story arc of main event and uh, Wrestle Kingdom against his former stablemate. He's now he's now a step closer. 
We'll see. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But can it we is. talk about this main event, it though? Is. We laughed about We laughed that this was the main event, and then they went out and made us both look foolish. Tama Tonga, Tomohiro Ishii, bro. They better <laughs> have. You got the main event. Like, Goto, Goto and, 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 um, Goto and Naito were really, really good. I don't, I listen, I don't even care. Goto and Naito were really, really good. Like, that part for me is, was, was enough. Like, they went out there and just tore the house down, and it was great. Like I'm like, okay, okay, y'all better did something because it needed to be something. Yeah, it did. And then Tama, Tama went out and won at 15 uh, minutes 38 um, seconds with the, the J Driller. They're calling it the DSD. The I'm J like, nah, it's the J Driller. Ah. Call it the right one. It's the J Driller. The J Driller. Nice little old. Nice little ode to the late the Jay, Jay Briscoe man. with the Jay Driller. And Ishii's now 0 and 2. Yeah, man. That's normal. That's fucked up. <laughs> That's, fucked up. <laughs> That's normal. <laughs> That's Yeah, That's so normal. after this one, Ishii and, and Shingo remain the only winless men in the in the C block. They got a long road to go if they're gonna try to make it any get any closer. Especially with these with the hard hitters they got up. Telling you right now, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be interesting. Oh, I already know. I already know. I'm already hip to it because I'm just like some of these matches. I'm just like, mm, is this what we need? Is this what we need, or do we need something else? Because. I think it's almost time for our, our guy to stop being in the G1. He may like to beat people up, but it's almost that time that he might need to stop being in the G1 because you're, you may be in these matches and you may become a bracket buster every now and then, but who wants to always be the bracket buster? Like, Yano, that's Yano's job, man. We can't keep taking Yano's job mm. and giving it to people. True. Very true. Well, that was the look at the week that was. And now it's time to look for the look to the week that will be. Uh, as we have five nights of action to look forward to as the G1 really starts to crank up. And we will start by looking at what's going to happen on Friday in, in Nagoka when A and B block action kicks right off, and it will kick off with uh, B block action. As always, we will be making our selections. It will be myself and Sith, but also uh, it will be myself and Sage, as well as the Sith inside of our in our Twitch chat as well. Before we move on to look at the record from the first week, uh, Sage had a very, very respectable 18-12-2. So well done, Sage. Mm. Mm, thank you, thank you, thank you. I like those numbers. But Sith and I, like I were both at nineteen, eleven, and two. Nineteen, eleven, and two. No, because it's too early. 
It's it's too I early. I get petty when I lose. I know you do. I get petty when I lose. Oh, it's too oh, early. Yeah, you... <laughs> if, if it, like last, you remember last time I got cocky at an early part when I got ahead. I ended up getting, I ended up getting steamrolled. Nah, it's too early. Mm-hmm. When it gets towards the the mm-hmm. the, the playoff mm-hmm. round, mm-hmm. and I'm leading you by like five, like I'm being like five or six wins, then I'm gonna start rubbing it in your fucking face. Until then, I'm humble as fuck right now. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be humble as wow. fuck right now. Okay, that's me. Anyway. All right, we started off on the 21st in Nagoka. Okay. We opened with B-Block action. Yoshihashi, one half of the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Champions, taking on Tangaloa. Your pick, please, Sage. Uh, they've had wars before. Uh, might be Tangaloa. Okay. And uh, Sith is also going with Tangaloa. I am going with Tangaloa as well. All right. Next is A Block action. A couple of young guns. Ren Narita taking on one half of the strong open weight tag team champions. Gabe Kidd. Who you got in this one, Sage? Ren Narita. Okay. I also am going with Narita too. Uh, Put a stop to the uh, war dog. Well, and Sip is going with Gabe Kid. He's got Gabe Kid beating Renderita. Mm. Okay, cool. All right, back to B Block in our third match. El Fantasmo looking to uh, get on the board, but so is the great Ocon. Someone's walking out of here with points. Who will it be, El Fantasmo or Great Ocon? I'm gonna say Ocon. Okay. I, I think I ELP. think I think Ocon's uh, struggles continue. I think ELP will take it and uh, get his first two points. Same and uh, Sid feels the same. ELP. All right, Hikaleo taking on Chase Owens. Who you got in this one? Mm. Mm. Will Chase be on the case? I don't know, bro. Uh, I'm I'm really go with I'm gonna go with Hikaleo get his first points. Yeah, I'm also getting Hikaleo his first points here. Sith believes in Chase. He's saying Chase is gonna be on the case. Okay. All right, this is gonna be a matchup that I'm looking forward to. Will Osprey, the IWGP US Heavyweight Champion, take it on the Defy World Champion Kenta? Ooh, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. That's going to be interesting. Okay, Sith is going with Osprey. I'm going with Osprey. Hmm. I am going to... Go with Kenta. Okay. All right. Next up, A Block action. Shota Umino, Kaito Kiyomiya, battle a couple young guns. Who you got in this one? Shooter. Oh, he's going shooter. 
I don't know why, but I just I wanted to go shooter, but I just feel like something is going on with this Kaito kid. I'm going to go with Kaito kid mid because I think that he's going to get hot and then he's going to cool off. Up. Yeah. Like Moxie did. Looks like I'm lone wolfing this one because Sith is also going with the shooter. All right. Oh, these guys have had history together. Kazuchika Okada and Taichi, the KLPW 2023 champion. I don't, oh listen, let me tell you something. I don't normally bet against Okada, bro. Uh, see. What I'm going to do today. I, I, I'm going to today. Yeah, I am not. I don't care who it is or what it is. I'm not betting against G1 Okada. It's just not happening. And Taichi's been doing the damn thing, but nah, he, he getting his first loss today against Okada. I'm going with that. Same assist, Okada. And then our main event will be a rematch from this year's Dominion and Osaka Joe Hall, the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, Sonata, taking on Yoda Suji. Who you got? Does Suji get his win back, or will Sonata make it 2-0 against the young man, who from L.I.J.? Suji. Who you got? Ooh, Suji. Going out on a limb with Suji. I think Okada. I think I think Sonata, I think Sonata makes it 2-0, right. and Sip agrees. Listen, listen. All right, listen. I, I, I'm, I got to, I got to, I got to, I got to start differentiate, differentiating these, these picks. Like I got to, I got to do my thing. Heard that. Got to get out here. All right. After a day of travel, we will hit uh, Nagano in the big hat on, on July the 23rd with C and D block action. D block action opens the show. With the NJP, with the New Japan World TV Champion Zack Sabre Jr. taking on one half of the strong openweight tag team champions, Alex Coughlin. Sage, who you got in this one? It might be my dogs for real. It might be. Um, I'm gonna pick Zach though. I think Zach gonna make all his muscles hurt. He gonna have to We're tap all out. in agreement. Zach Saber Jr. on this one. Tama Tonga versus Mad Mikey Nichols. Tama. All right. I'm also in the bandwagon with Tama, and Sip makes it unanimous. All right, Hiroki Goto versus Shane Haste. Who you got in this one? Goto. Same here. Goto for me. And Sith, will he make it unanimous? Oh, he's going with the upset, Shane Haste. Sith's going with Shane Haste. Ballsy. Right, yeah, hell yeah. Ballsy. Oh, I can't wait for this one. Match four from the C block. Hanari versus the strong openweight champion, Eddie Kingston. Oh. Oh, brother. Same here, but oh, brother. That's going to be a good one. Up and Sith is making it unanimous. Matt King, Eddie Kingston. 
So after we get that hard-hitting physical affair between Hanare and Eddie Kingston, then we get Toriyano versus Tetsuya Naito right after that. <laughs> yay. He said, yay. I'm going to need that after that. I, we're, we're all going to need that after that. We're all going to need that. Yay. Who you going yay. with? Naito. Uh, I'm also going with Naito and Sith is, Sith is making it unanimous. All right, six, match six is going to be Ooh, so we getting two physical bouts that are that has Yano and Naito sandwiched in between because we got Tomohiro Ishii versus Shingo Takagi. Yeah, after Excuse we get hard hitting brutality of Eddie versus Hanare, then we get the silly shit with Naito and Yano, and then we get more beating the shit out of each other with Ishii versus Shingo. <laughs> We got uh, I, I, uh, um, I'm gonna go Shingo because early in the tournament, uh, yeah, yeah it's to gonna be go unanimous. Shingo. We're all going with Shingo on this one, but this is gonna be physical. Jeff Cobb taking on the ace Hiroshi Tanahashi. Who you got in this one? Oh, that's gonna be good. Um, Tana is the, 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 the he always beat up the big men, so this might be with Cobb fails. So, you going with Tanahashi? Absolutely. The AC me Universe. Seth, me and Seth are going with Cobb. And then the main event, the, the highly oh. anticipated matchup of David Finley oh. versus Evil. Yep, that's, that's the, the main, main event. event. That's crazy that that's the main event. Who you got in this one? I, me and Seth are going Finley. Uh, I'm gonna say evil. You think evil's gonna out? He's gonna just use his cheating shit to like beat the beat the leader. Absolutely. That's a, it's called it's called usurping. I like how Sage uses these nice little SAT words on this fucking podcast. Jesus Christ. Anyway. All right. Block A and B back at us. We return to Tokyo for three nights uh, in a row, including two straight in Corquin Hall, which stars on the 25th. And it opens with Will Ospreay, Great O'Connor, a matchup of the United Empire. Sage, who you got winning the battle of the United Empire? Okay, same Osprey. here. Osprey. 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 And Sith makes it unanimous. Osprey. 
Gabe Kidd going up against Shota Umino. Again, a matchup of the Young Guns in the A block. Mm, I think Shota. You and me are in agreements with, with Umino. Sith is somehow riding the Gabe Kidd train here. Tights. He thinks Gabe Kidd did want it already. <laughs> Taichi versus Kenta is our third match out of the B block. Oh, that's gonna hurt my feelings. I like both of them, but I'm I'm a, I'm a have to go with. As much as I don't want to say it out loud, gotta go with. Same. Kenta. I'm also going with Kenta. Sith is going with your Lord and Savior Taichi. All right, Yoda Suji taking on Chase Owens. Is Chase on the case? Uh, no, 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 no. I can't. I, I, I'm, I'm Yoda. Sith is Chase on the case on this one or no? Against Suji. Uh, he's going with Suji as well. I'm lone wolfing it. I'm going with. I, I think Chase is going to be on the case. I think Chase is on the case. All right, Tangaloa versus El Fantasmo. Interesting matchup here. What you got? I might take LP in this one. You might pull it off. All right, Sith is going with Tangaloa. I'm also going with ELP with E. L P. All right, Ren Narita versus Hikuleo. Who you got in this one? I'm Ren Narita. I'm going with Hikuleo on this one. I'm going with Hikuleo on this one, and so is Sith. All right. Yes. All right, semifinal, Battle of Chaos. Kazuchika Okada versus Yoshihashi. Okada. Yeah, you never better get Okada in this situation. But imagine. It's just Yoshihashi. No, not never. <laughs> and then our main event, Sonata, the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion against Kaito Kiyomiya. Who you got in this one? Sonata. I don't think Kaito beats Sonata. You know, uh, Sage, uh, Sith agrees, and so do I. Sonata all day, every day. Sonata, Sonata, Sonata. All right, night two in uh, Corcoran Hall. We'll see C and D block action taking place and it opens with Hanare versus Evil. Who you got in this one? Hanare versus Evil. Mm. Hanare versus Evil. Uh, 
in my it, 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 it's is I'm a oh. Hanare. All right. Myself 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 and evil so. myself and Sith so. are going evil. All right, Hiroki Goto against Alex Coughlin. They're very familiar with each other from what happened on Independence Day. Goto, he's gonna be prepared. Oh, me and Sith, me and Sith are going with Coughlin. All right, Shingo versus Mikey Nichols. Shingo. Takagi, if he hasn't already won by if he hasn't already won a G one match by now, which we feel he do with with Ishii, he's definitely be damn motivated to get points here. So yeah, and uh, Sith makes it unanimous. All right, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Toriyano, a fight of two uh, two tag team partners. Yano. You were quick to joke, to throw that one out there. Holy shit. Yano got to get one of them. I'm lone wolfing it because Sith is going with Yano as well. I'm going with Tanahashi. Let's see. Fuck my life. Match five in Corkman Hall right after Tanahashi and Yano. Tomohiro Ishii versus Eddie Kingston. <laughs> oh, come on, bro. That, that, they, that, on, they, bro. That's what they do. We've been here and done this. Actually, this is a rubber match. match. Yeah. There we, we got, yeah, make a decision. Uh, what day is this? This is on a Wednesday. It's gonna be Eddie. Okay, so that means it's gonna be unanimous because we all went with Eddie. Tetsuya Naito versus Shane Haste. Wow, that's that's gonna be a good match. Um, Naito. All right, it's unanimous. Naito. Semi-final: David Finley versus Tama Tonga. Last time they faced off was that was uh, Tonga. You said Tama Tonga. Yep. Up. Sith's going with Tomatonga as well. I'm going with Finley. And then our main event, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Jeff Cobb. They already faced each other twice this year. One draw and Zack with one victory. Zack going to have one loss. You going with Cobb? I can't go with Cobb. Dang it. How do you have to do that? Oh, me and Sith have a little bit more faith in ZSJ. We're both picking him to win this one. So he can get on the microphone. He can get on a live mic and call everybody dickheads. 
love it. I, I love it. I, I have that. I, I would not be mad if that happened. But I just feel like Cobb is going to win the match here because, one, the title's not on the line. So it'll give him a chance to challenge right. again. All righty then. And now we finish off the week. It'll be the day before my my birthday, July the 27th, at the Ulta City General Gymnasium. And we have A and B block action. And we will start it off with Shota Umino taking on Chase Owens in the A block. Shota. Nah. Showtime. Yeah, showtime. Yeah, unfortunately, Chase is not going to be on the case. Damn, Sith is saying Chase is on the case. That's right, Sith. Yoshihashi versus Tai Chi. Even I picked Tai Chi on this one. As <laughs> long as you know. Even I picked Tai Chi on this one. Fuck it. Shit. And I'm not, and I'm not a Yoshihashi hater, but even I picked Tai Chi on this one. So is Sith. Sith likes Tai Chi. Shit, fuck it. Kaito Kiyomiya versus Gay Kid. Ooh. Kaito. Gabe Kid going to jump him and knock those feathers yeah. off of his yeah, robe, bro. Yeah, I'm telling you. Uh-huh. Oh, you know what? Yeah, Kaito, because of what happened at the press conference and all that. Oh, they, oh, it's about to get nasty. Oh, it's about to get wrong. Yeah, I'm also it's going dirty. with Kaito. Tangaloa, Great Okan. I went with the Great Okan on this one. Yeah, Great Okan. Yep, and Sith makes it unanimous. All right, Hikaleo versus Yoda Suji. Yeah, Suji. Yoda. Got... Oh, he's going with Hikaleo. All right. El Phantasmo ELP against Kenta. Ooh. History there. Kenta helped expel ELP from Bullet Club. I feel the same way. Sith is going with Kenta. Sith's going with Kenta. All right, semifinal. This is the semifinal. Sonata versus Ren Narita. Ooh. Sonata with the win. But that's going to be a good match. Sonata. Sonata across the board, ladies and gentlemen. And then our main event it is a rematch from last year's final. Okada versus Osprey. I can't wait to hear who, who, who y'all got. Okay. Osprey. I can't wait to. See. Oh, he's going with Okada. Nah, I got Osprey winning this one. There's nothing against Okada, but I don't see him winning. I, I don't. I see Osprey 
finally getting one up on his former big brother and getting the victory and getting on the microphone and saying that he's on another level. I can't wait for that. That's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be marvelous. Get ready for it. It's going to happen. Get ready for it, y'all. It's going to happen. I'm telling you. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Anyway, so that's our look ahead to what's coming up. Remember, we will be back on July the 22nd, 27th, streaming live on Twitch uh, for a recap of that week and look ahead to the week ahead. But before we go, ladies and gentlemen, it's story time with Sage, baby. All right, so I got two things today, you know. First thing first. Um, MJF and I didn't know I needed MJF and my man Adam Cole bye bye in my life this much this has been amazing I need more of it it's gonna come to an end soon but uh, I was here for it um and with the MJF thing, like the blood and guts match was totally insane. If you have not watched it, please go back and watch it. That match was insane. Oh, I I think that was more insane than some of the death matches we didn't been watching lately. But thing number two. Listen, ladies and gentlemen. This lady that went missing uh, magically popped back up at home from being kidnapped and comes up with this Paula was running down the highway thing. Uh, The math wasn't mathing when you hear the story. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have a sad shit, if you have a sad anything, or your relationship just ain't going the way you want, and you got somebody on the side, please, please, just be upfront and honest. Because she got a bus ticket to Nashville, got the whole internet in the uproar. People sharing her post all the way even up to here, and she's in Alabama people. I understand why y'all mad though. Because this girl kind of lied. Well, kind of she lied from what the detectives gathered. But this is what happens. This is people. This is not a good thing that this happens, but it happens. Now, the crazy part is no one cares about what Kiki Palmer and Usher did. So, y'all have fun with that. I'm going to end that there because I have y'all sitting here for a whole another two hours with that. Yeah, we don't need to be sitting here another two hours off of that shit, man. I, I, I saw people talk. Because, see, here's my thing. 
I'm barely on social media. Like, I'll sit on Kick the Mod Brett or I'll be on Twitch and look at my own channel and Sunshines. But other than that, I'm barely on social media. I might scroll Instagram here and there. I'm not on Twitter. I don't scroll Twitter. I just now started to start scrolling Facebook again. Um, but I started seeing people talking about this. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then I see what was happening. I was like, okay, I'm like with them. What the fuck is going on? But it is what it is. Anyway, we'll move on from that. Uh, Sage, before we let before we get up out of here, because of course me and Sith are going to give our thoughts on Blood and Guts uh, three uh, this coming Saturday on the podcast. Oh. Please share your thoughts on Blood and Guts three with the people before we let you go. I didn't like what I seen from Kota Ibushi. I was highly disappointed. I know what the Golden Star is. That was the Golden Star falling, especially, you know, and I don't buy these shame, ladies and gentlemen. I don't buy these shame, but that wasn't an infant uh, Kota Ibushi, and that, that was a problem. Like, I swear they found his, young, his, his younger brother because that did not in the face. If you go back out to when he came out in the face, Oh, that didn't look like no. Oh, I was highly disappointed. I was highly disappointed in him. Oh, I was highly disappointed. But the match played out well. The other thing that I did like was the fact of um um. People walking out on the match, knowing that okay, this ain't gonna happen the way we planned it to happen. So let's get out, let's skedaddle before something happens. Um, that was that was that was amazing. Um, that just plays a little more into a story. Pac might. Well, uh, who's challenging Claudio on, fr- on Friday night? It is. Oh, it, yep. it was announced, it was announced that Pac is going to challenge Claudio uh, at Death Before Dishonor. Okay, so yeah, like that 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 plays out perfectly well. Um, yeah, just I just don't know, man. Just it's just a lot from that match. There was a lot of cool spots. Uh, the bed of nails was crazy. The bed of nails was crazy. Oh my god! Oh my god! And we just got finished watching death matches. Lord, oh, oh, heavenly Father, help everybody that said that was a great idea. But I did have this one thing to say. So, and follow me here, man. I'm ready. You, you ready for this? All those guidelines of things that need to be changed that the network said they wanted changed. And everything was in that match. Okay. All right. I just thought I just thought I'd put that out there before y'all say it. Before y'all say it or think about it, I wanted to be the first one to say it. Listen, 
I'll, I'll get my thoughts on Saturday, and that's going to be it. That's going to be all. But anyway, thank you, Earl, for listening to uh, Episode 2 of the G1 Climax Recall Season 4. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you check us out on social media, Facebook.com slash NoSpotsPod, Twitter.com slash TrueNoSpotsPod, Twitch.tv slash TrueNoSpotsPod, and TikTok.com slash at TrueNoSpotsPod. You can check out Sage on Instagram at I woke up as this guy named Sage with underscores after every word. And you can check out Sid on both. Twitter and TikTok at TrueSithDan74, where he has his different musings on different things and everything like that. And be on the lookout. Sith Basement returns next month. So make sure you be on the lookout for that wherever you get your podcast from. And we uh, appreciate you all listening. But for now, we will be back next week to talk about these five events that are going to be taking place over the next week to see who makes a big push towards the top of the heap and who falls further back from the heap and runs the risk of being in danger of not even making the top two. For Sage, I'm, D- I'm Champ. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Hey guys, it's Champ here. We hope you enjoyed that episode of No Spots Podcast. If you did, make sure you are following us so you can be notified when we upload new episodes. And make sure you follow us on all social media platforms, facebook.com slash nospotspod, as well as on Twitter, at truenospotspod. We will catch you on the next episode. Myself, Donnie Wrestling, and The Sith for the No Spots Podcast on the True Radio Network.